springs like even in america not not in america that's i was gonna say like you have to go like foreign places like i want to go colorado well, I feel like Colorado yeah, probably Col- has some good they ones. They have springs. I don't know if they have hot springs, though. Like, I want to go to some fucking, like, uh, Iceland Iceland would be sick. Iceland would be so brazy, bro. Bro, if we brought a fucking pack of Natty's bush lights to fucking Iceland, yo, we could go so hard. We could go crazy with it. Thanks, Natterday Dad. lights. <laughs> Natterday. <laughs> I'm a Natterday saint, brother. Oh, my God, dude. I praise totally the a, Lord. There's totally a frat dude right now <laughs> saying that. It's it's Saturday at four <laughs> o'clock. It's like time to start uh, with the Natterday sta- stains. Yeah. <laughs> Natterday stains is also something that goes on in a frat house. Yeah. You throw up on yourself. You're just covered in Natterday stains, bro. <laughs> I'm a Natterday Saint. You guys, you guys went hard on Natterday. I see. <laughs> That's my favorite national holiday. <laughs> Brett culture is so gross oh, to me. It is. Even uh, you know, I'm a senior in college now, and it's like I didn't really have a whole college life that yeah. I was participating in. But knowing a lot of people that have participated in the frats, and you know, are not only going to frat parties but mm-hmm. in frats themselves, it's yeah. like. I've been to parties hosted by frats and they're so bad. It feels like it's just just not fun. It's all just like you go there for the express purpose of drinking and Mm -hmm. fucking. Yeah. Yeah. And doing drugs. That's the entire purpose. Yeah. Well, like overdoing drugs. Yeah, true. Uh, Also, can't forget that, you know, like, oh, I got I got a job interview. I got a drink bleach. Like a cap, a cap of bleach that, and flush that was, your system. That, should, that is a story he's directly referencing. That is not a joke. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's fucking ridiculous. The fact that like, let me just drink a cap of bleach. Like, I understand that you're you're a frat child, right? <laughs> but the thing is, it works. But you're, but you're also just a grown ass man. Yeah, I mean, I was a freshman at the time, and he comes in. He's he's talking to this other dude of the room that we were uh, the owner of the room we were just chilling in. Uh, he's like, yeah, I, I got a drug test, I think in like two days or so. And he, and the dude's like, oh, you want to do the, the bleach cap trick again? He's like, yeah, I'm probably going to do it. And I'm like, what are what you talking fuck? about? Yeah, I was like, what? It worked. He did it and it worked. I don't, that guy's not going to live too long, but yeah, I mean, like probably cause your body's going fucking yeah. haywire. Yeah, your body's probably made to absorb chemicals like that because of how many yeah, drugs, all the you're drugs that have been in your system. You're, you're <laughs> genetically changed. <laughs> You're just an actual freak mutant of nature. You're like generating mustard gas in your stomach. <laughs> Anytime he farts, like the place clears. <laughs> Everyone passes on. Yeah, no, it doesn't clear. People die. <laughs> it clears of consciousness. A true bioweapon. <laughs> the ultimate drug, huffing farts. <laughs> I love fart jars, bro. Welcome to the Nelthop podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we always do the intro whenever we run out of ideas. <laughs> I think that was a good transition there. Oh, yeah. was it? Yeah. The, con- the stark contrast <laughs> of a super serious podcast. True, yeah. true. I literally woke up at 2.59 Oh today. my God. I know, you didn't say anything all day. <laughs> I was like, we're, rec- we're recording at three or so, right? And 2.59 rolls up, I'm like, let me know when you leave. Because <laughs> Adri was washing his hair yeah. and... I knew at that moment, I have more than 10 minutes. <laughs> Immediately, I knew I had more than 10 minutes. Yeah, I minutes. told them I'll leave in 10 minutes, and it took me like almost 20. Or 20 <laughs> I laid in bed for another 15 minutes. <laughs> Is that a... Is that a sound file? Oh, yeah. The Okay, so oh, the... The the concept that we were talking about earlier is in high school. The concept, high mathematical. <laughs> you know. I don't think it was recorded at all. 
It wasn't. Yeah. yeah. But the thing that we were talking about earlier was uh, I had a friend in high school, Jared. Shout out, Jared. Shout out. Um, Not we, there was guy. a <laughs> there was he, he got a bunch of people to memorize and become alert to this one particular like tapping on the desk some sort of some sort of movement he's pavlov dog he literally pavlov dog like half the student body <laughs> <laughs> at least in our grade so yeah. like multiple times when we were taking you know district tests or something that is like a statewide test and we're all like locked in these rooms doing these exams <laughs> imagine being in the act test room and then you're just like, you hear this tone and like yeah. you, the whole <laughs> you thing. have to do it you're like i gotta do it it's literally like it was it was some kind of combo where it was like and then like you end on an elbow smash on the desk and like i remember people were doing it so frequently that the uh the proctor started to take notice of it because during the test it happened like four or five <laughs> yeah it seemed like it, they were like what's going on here guys and then no one said anything and then he just continued doing it dude it's like thieves can't it's <laughs> <laughs> true thieves can't fuck jared doesn't know the power that he had <laughs> He has the power to manipulate so Imagine many people. Imagine being a school icon. Couldn't be me. I was, the, I was kind of unknown in he the streets. He was in the a, shadows. He's kind of a funny anomaly. A in, funny <laughs> anomaly. Well, no, because he was someone that didn't give a shit about like popularity yeah. or anything like that. And he was great at baseball as a freshman. He mm. got varsity freshman year. Damn. I so all these, all these other dudes are like, bro, this dude's insane. I got to be his friend. Mm. And Jared, not wanting to make contact with any of these people, <laughs> they would know his full last and first name. And they'd be like, hey, what's up? In the hallway. And he'd be like, hey. And then he would be like, I don't know that kid like at all. <laughs> That's and that's and then when he started doing this elbow smash thing, it was like it came to be this whole ordeal because everyone took notice of it because <laughs> that, uh, you know, he he was who he was freshman year. Imagine not trying to be popular and still being popular like that shit's kind of crazy. That's some me. anime it's a, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he's, he's the main character, bro. <laughs> he's Psyche K, bro. He's just super popular. I, cool. I love that anime. It's really fun. Yeah, it's so fucking good. I haven't seen it. Oh, what's it about? Uh, basically, it's just this guy who has like the every single Esper ability, and it's just it's a slice of life daily kind of bullshit. But it's like a whole thing. Talk. It's a narrative basically about how his powers, like they don't like people hype them up, like the idea of those powers, but they're really super impractical, and it just gets in the way of his daily life, mm -hmm. and he's trying to live a normal life, and so it's just kind of fucked. So it's like a hindrance. <laughs> yeah, in a way. Yeah, interesting. And he just like um. He just moves through his life like he's kind of cynical, but he's also kind of like uh, like there's some there's some optimism in there. I watched the bit. first episode with Jenny, and yeah. I don't think I watched any more of it. Wow, so I don't I don't really it's know. It's one what of it's those about. shows that if you watch it while you're high, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I feel like most anime is like that. Though you could probably yeah. get through like a pretty dog shit anime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Yeah. <laughs> if you watch like slice of life anime, I assume that you're drugged up <laughs> half the time. I, I can't do it personally. I like a little bit more anything in my yeah. anime. Some plot. Yeah. I mean, it's basically like a sitcom in anime form. Yeah. You know, you know those... What pisses me <laughs> off the most about anime is just watching a bunch of like middle school girls play instruments uh, and you know exactly <laughs> the one I'm talking about Fuck, there was one that I watched a while ago <laughs> that was literally just like that. It was some dude who's really good at the piano but like his mom... I guess pseudo abused him. She was like super strict on his 
piano abilities. You probably know what I'm talking about. Your Lion April. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's the one that everyone talks about. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I didn't really that like one. It that I kind of, I kind of cried too. Um, really? That one. There's a couple anime, like in particular, that I've, I, I've shed a bitch tear over. Uh, <laughs> I feel like, like I saw the ending coming from a mile away. I like know. From the it's, first it's episode, so I was fucking like, obvious. <laughs> Spoilers. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, <laughs> oops, it's old as fuck. Yeah, it's it's fair, but yeah, I, I don't know. You, for some reason, it's like media that I know is fake can like I just uh, break down all walls and I can just I can just cry a bitch tear and it's great. <laughs> I enjoy it. It's like you're you're seeing it from the Overlord perspective. Like I know it's going to happen. I'm gonna <laughs> rid myself of this knowledge just to watch it. Pretty and then much, act like yeah. I don't know it's going to happen. Like watching Violet Evergarden after the third episode, you know everything about this show is gonna be fucking like horribly sad, depressed, and you're going to just feel terrible. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you finish it. Well, that's the that's like Grave of Fireflies because they show you what happens in the first scene. It's like JoJo in the opening. You know everything that's gonna happen. In. Happening. happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do show like everything that's gonna happen yeah, in this you're season. Watching part one, and it's like it's showing scenes from like part six. Yeah. And like, oh, okay. <laughs> they did that Naruto too, though. Like in the opening, they would be like exactly who the villain is, yeah. what fight scene they're in. <laughs> yeah. Who kills who sometimes. Either. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they show a particular high amount of this character in the opening cutscene, and it's like yeah, you know hmm. they're gonna get fucking annihilated. <laughs> <laughs> they did that real well. I, I really like uh, anime openings that kind of lead you astray. Uh, yeah, because like uh, we were watching Jujutsu, Jujutsu. Well, Jujutsu Kaisen has like almost Kaisen, nothing man. to do with it. Just, they just show characters, and then that's it. They yeah. show like the main. I, I kind of appreciate of the, that the because yeah. like they don't. They kind of disconnect the opening from the show itself. Yeah, where it's like you don't know what to expect from the opening. Where sometimes anime, it's like well. I know three fourths of these characters are dead now. Yeah. <laughs> By the end of the season, yeah. they're like, yeah. hmm. The um, I think like with Jujutsu Kaisen's opening, it's like it's showing them like in their day to day life, right? Like it, it's never. I don't watch the intro I'm like pr- actively. Isn't it like it? It's like pretty they, normal. Like do they they have like fight sequences in it? I'm, I don't remember. I because like I know that the outro they don't have any fight sequences. Yeah. it's like all just like them in their daily life, which I think is kind of you interesting. His, you know what? fucking pisses me off about anime what the the outro of every <laughs> fucking anime is just them walking across the fucking screen that shit pisses me off or like you can't think of sunset. it them walking like and then new characters keep coming up behind them they're still walking and like the enemies and the heroes yeah. like all are together chumming around absolutely and it's, just, it's playing this happy-go-lucky song there's maybe a sunset in the background they're just fucking going it's two fourth wall <laughs> pisses me off I don't it, care about I don't care about the characters I want to <laughs> die show me show me out of sequence death scenes <laughs> yeah I just want an anime that uh, like the show order is actually just backwards something so. that uh, re-watching Jujutsu Kaisen with you guys has showed me a lot of isms that anime has isms. done in like the past I guess 10 years I, honestly since Naruto we're like yeah Jujutsu Kaisen is very much its own thing, but it has so much akin to Naruto watching mm-hmm. back on it. Cause like the whole school where you get these abilities, like the 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 demon inside of you type beat, and yeah, then, then like all the, of a sudden school tournament arc. Yeah, yeah. school tournament arc gets disrupted by yeah. a organization <laughs> of enemies. It's like I, wow. I love that there's Sensei I don't, with white I don't hair. I love it actually, but 
fucking the fact that there's like this build up this massive arc and then it instantly tensions is gone it's like all right we're gonna be fighting the sister school <laughs> yeah over. <laughs> it's like a little filler arc but i mean it it turned into something more though yeah the it, tension it, built. it's like imagine 9-11 just happened <laughs> <laughs> and then the very next day it's like oh, we're gonna go play kickball yeah. like, each okay. episode <laughs> Like, what the fuck? And then 9 yeah. 11 happens again three episodes <laughs> <Exactly>. later. <Yeah. laughs> and then Pearl Harbor happens. Yeah. That's the way, that's <laughs> fucking uh, My Hero Academia. Like, quite literally. <laughs> it's like, oh, a fucking tournament arc. Something major happens. Massive terrorist attack. <laughs> yeah. School festival. <laughs> 30 children dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, two people died. School festival time. <laughs> Forget like, that it happened. Yeah, you know, most times it's like, you know, let's have a week for mourning or something. Nah, we 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 in this. Yeah, bit. I wish they showed characters like they only they always show characters mourning about other characters way beyond the the actual event that happened. It's like yeah, I want to yeah. see these characters depressed. That I want to see a realistic, yeah, you know, stages of grief type scenario. I I feel like they're uh, if you watch a lot of psychological horror anime there's this one that i recently saw of this one girl who like she can see ghosts but the way she deals with it the way she deals with it is that she like actively ignores them uh and like they're trying to interact with her because Mm -hmm. you know they're trying to see like oh this human can see me but it's it's fucking great uh I, i don't remember what it's called uh but it's recent a recent anime that's literally also jujutsu kaisen yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i i really like jujutsu kaisen it does it scratches the clan shit yeah it scratches a, a naruto itch for sure you know there's a lot of cool it, powers. it really does fill that kind of void yeah. it's like this is naruto but in a different universe yeah. it's naruto but more concise in one season oh yeah sure for sure and i think the world building is a little bit more natural like they do like um exposition or whatever in naruto by like explaining things with like graphics and maps and stuff and i think that's cool i actually think it's like it's helpful to kind of paint a more holistic story but like in um jujutsu kaisen it's like uh they just kind of do shit and you like understand it as it goes you know what i fucking loved about the the most recent episode of jujutsu kaisen that we watched it wasn't some third party describing the fucking abilities uh, that, you know, they were going. It was two members yeah. of the fight analyzing each other. Yeah. Instead of some dude be like, no way, Itadori used his fucking super finger and he, oh, yeah. flicked, his ass, he flicked his balls, dude. No way, he broke his finger. That's a testicular torsion. <laughs> And instead, it's the guy who got his balls flicked being all like, he flicked my balls. <laughs> he broke my left nut. I'm powerless. He knows that's my energy source. This combat I analysis. I can't channel chakra through my left nut now. Yeah, the fucking, uh, I don't know the dude's name, but like the speaker dude. He, oh, he's yeah. like the main uh, announcer. Fish, fish boy. No. Oh. <laughs> Not right. Wait, what speaker dude? It's the dude. It's the only dude that you. Oh no! I was gonna say the only dude that uses sound as like oh, ability, but yeah. that's not no. even correct oh, yeah. in the, the show. The guy who can only speak in a uh, rice ball yeah. in like sushi ingredients. The cursed oh, speech user. No, I'm talking about. Uh, you're talking about fucking uh, My Hero Academia. No, no Itadori is uh, Itadori is Jujutsu Kaisen, but uh, Midoriya is. Oh. Yeah. Um, oh, fucking my hero academia that's what i, I was thinking you know, i haven't actually about that. seen all of my hero i'm sorry but you know, i've I seen see, i've seen season one and i'm like 
I can wait. <laughs> Honestly, it gets really good. I think there is a lot of okay. or, uh, build up that happens to it, but it's a, the way that they progress is actually pretty interesting because they show the villains from the very first season and they show them progressing as well. Interesting. Yeah, I, and like I the think... most the most recent anime arc is like mostly about the villains. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't have any like qualms, any any problems with uh, My Hero Academia, but it's just like I I just didn't want to watch it. It's kind of the same boat as like Attack on Titan with me, where it's like I I saw the first season as it was coming out and it's just like i didn't follow up mm -hmm. yeah especially with huge breaks that they take between yeah. seasons and with attack on titan and my hero academia similarly having such slow starts well i think attack on titan was pretty exciting to be honest I just, in the beginning I but i don't there's... like the fact that i feel the need to re-watch like the very beginning to kind of understand what's going on going mm -hmm. forward. It's it's just kind of <laughs> annoying when there are large breaks. I'd much rather just binge 128 episodes in yeah. a weekend, you know, <laughs> on two times speed kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> I mean, I watched like college professor. <laughs> I watched the seasons as they came out and I feel like I haven't had too much issue with it because the way that they go back, there's a lot of things that are referenced back, uh, specifically speaking about, um, Attack on Titan, there's a lot of things that they reference back, things that they mention early on in the season, or things that maybe was a an, a loose end that they come back to. Watch the My Hero movies? No. <laughs> I don't watch anime movies. It was actually, like, from a pure animation standpoint, that shit was fucking awesome. Really? Like, yeah, anime movies the, had a lot of a higher budget. Yeah, the fact that like they the time that they took to uh like animate certain scenes, it reminds me of a uh, of all the fight scenes from uh, uh Fate Apocrypha, which never seen it bad. It is kind of bad. Uh, but, <laughs> but because a lot of, a lot of the times uh they have like these really intricate fight scenes, but you can tell like their time and budget is super super short. Mm -hmm. And so the animation style that they use is that they remove a lot of the elements <laughs> yeah. because you have all this high speed action going on and basically that means that you're watching like the the environment as it crumbles and explodes it's just a bunch of squares yeah that's really <laughs> all it is it's just a bunch of or nondescript yeah. untextured squares you kind of can tell that it's floor wall <laughs> column but other than that it's fuck all nothing my favorite animeism is when a huge explosion happens and it's just smoke and then debris everywhere <laughs> it's like yeah. you don't actually see anything happen yeah and then the smoke fades and the character is still standing <laughs> that's like um, like bleeding from head to toe <laughs> that reminds me of like naruto in the pain fight like when they're like running across the water yeah. or whatever and it's like Dude, that fight particularly yeah it like lower it's like if quality set it like high at the beginning of that fight it gets dropped <laughs> to fucking low well, i think like, they took in like uh third party or guest animators for really? that for yeah. that fight well that's why pain looks so fucked yeah. up that's what, there's a one's the one scene where he does like the uh, i guess the hammer smash or whatever yeah. that looks so fucked up it's so meme done <laughs> I think I think it looks good in terms of the fight. Yeah, it works. Yeah, sectioning it out, it looks super <laughs> weird. Yeah, uh, the thing about anime is that you're not supposed to look at this shit frame by frame because mm -hmm. they have a bunch of <laughs> they have a bunch of exaggeration frames that yeah. are supposed to amplify the impact of these things. Where it's like instead of having like he's uh, literally Sonic like a, running across water mm -hmm. and shit. Yeah, because I mean, you uh, look at something like uh, like Cowboy Bebop. All those, all, all those fights, it's a lot of quick impact mm -hmm. kind of things mm -hmm. uh, where in something like Naruto, it's a lot of like wind up 
and then you need like this explosive kind of finish. Mm -hmm. And that's, it's interesting seeing different styles of like, uh, basically just fighting and how they view fight what sequences like, fight and sequences stuff. are. Yeah. yeah, the choreography of it yeah. all. And Naruto, uh, that's, what, that's why I think I like Jujutsu Kaisen's fight scenes a little bit more than Naruto's because mm -hmm. Naruto's were like, it's this is an attack I'm going to do. It can either be one big attack or it yeah. can be like I spawn 500 shadow clones and they all do like one punch at a <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah, but 500 it's like 500 shadow clones who all do one big attack. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, something like that. It's like they do it in sections of attack from character mm -hmm. attack or counter attack from character blocking attack from character yeah. and then it's like dialogue in between each of those while Jujutsu Kaisen is like they kind of sprinkle in dialogue between the uh Jujutsu Kaisen kind of has like the Dragon Ball fight aesthetic where it's just a bunch of two, it's just two people constantly fighting and then there's events that happen in between those punches mm -hmm. which I think I like more to be honest it's a little bit it's like very slightly different than most anime fight sequences but mm -hmm. i think i like it more because it feels it feels better watching it it has yeah. a better progression there's more oh I, I was just gonna say it's like you know that other shit's happening like it's yeah. not just like you're tunneled on it, this it's one not fucking like thing feeding me, it's not spoon feeding me the dialogue yeah. and it's like i'm going to do an attack and it's like <laughs> ha, you wish and then he does the attack <laughs> what i never knew you could do this attack <laughs> What do you guys think was like the uh, your your starting anime? I, have we it was talked Naruto. About this on the Naruto, yeah. Naruto? I, I started watching Naruto when it was airing in America on Adult Swim with my mom. Oh, oh, wow. nice. oh wait! I didn't Actually, understand what's happening at all, but I was like, "This is so cool!" <laughs> I was like, "I'm Sasuke." How old are you? Uh, it came out. I think it started airing in 2006, so I was probably like oh, seven yeah, or eight. Okay. Dude, the outro in the first season was so good. The boo -doo 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 -doo. like the original series yeah i don't remember oh. <laughs> you, well you watched it like recently, yeah, I, watched it recently. I, I didn't watch the original series of naruto i mean Ugh. since 2007 on, 2006 <laughs> but um dude i missed toonami yeah I, oh yeah dude, what i was about Toonami. to say is that actually my first anime that i watched was sword art online the really? first season yeah uh, like you no, know, you know what I I appreciate the Sword Art Online first half of the first season. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed the first season for the most part. I, I feel like even in the books, because I I went through and I read the books to like understand why the first season after the first half was yeah, so dog shit, uh, and the books have the same fucking problem. <laughs> it just skips midway uh. through. You would imagine with the ability to write as many fucking books as you want, you would at least have some progression. But no, it's just like, yeah, we're on floor 70 now. <laughs> okay, cool. Good to know. I'm glad we're here. <laughs> Another anime that had dog shit progression was uh, Tokyo Ghoul. Tokyo Ghoul was so disappointing. Mm. I was in my emo phase when I started watching Tokyo <laughs> Ghoul. I was like 15. And I'm I was like, my emo this phase. <laughs> I, remember, I remember scrolling through iFunny. Oh, no. for, for, oh, yeah. for a particular date Ugh. on this. Yeah, I know. And I remember seeing images of like uh, Kaneki, I think that's the main character's yeah. name, um, just being super emo and shit. And I was like, I should watch this anime. <laughs> so I was watching it and the first season was, was a white hair Kaneki. Wait, uh, well, yeah. is it the one picture where he's like the the one guy? Like, with you the, know the, yeah, with the yeah. one guy who does the thing. No, he, <laughs> you know what the fuck fight. I'm talking about. He that. has the white hair, the, yeah, the, the one the, red eye. Yeah, the red, yeah. yeah. He's cracking like, his knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, the thing is, like, you that is actually me dumb. Off about that. I cracked my knuckles like that. And <laughs> people think I take it from fucking Tokyo Ghoul. I'm so mad. You do. You do take Honestly, it from Tokyo Ghoul. I did, I did it before. <laughs> it's, it's pretty cringe <laughs> looking back on it. Well, the thing is, like, that in the anime, if you watch the anime, it's done in a really cool way. And I'll explain to you guys. It's like, I've seen it. 
If you well, then I'll explain. <laughs> any people who haven't watched it, uh, yeah. that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the first season is great. It's like uh, they. I mean, he he's a very like tortured individual, which is like take it for what you will. I think it's pretty interesting watching an anime character that's like so heavily beaten down for yeah. something that he doesn't even want. It's kind of just like shit happens in life, and you kind of have to deal with it. We need more type bottom of representation. In he's a super bottom. <laughs> Like you don't even understand, and they make them—they make them extreme. It, the the way that they okay, I, I'm getting off on too many tangents here. The first <laughs> season is great. I think it's uh, like a great start to an anime, dude. The second season, the second season. <laughs> well, okay. First of all, the the anime for the second season completely it's removes so itself. Awful. Oh my god! It, it completely removes itself from the manga, which is it's like Full oh, Metal yeah. Alchemist. It's like kind of it's like, like route. Fucked. They literally market it too. They're like it's Route B of the of the manga, and it's like what is this? I didn't so realize it, that watching the anime, I I was like because they didn't they never animated it past that and the manga kept mm. going so i was like what is going on here and i realized why they didn't ever fucking animate it because they didn't know what to do after the yeah. anime so <laughs> i watched i started reading the manga and it, it's pretty good up until um like where the original you know quote unquote second season would mm. be and then it just goes dog shit from there. It's like <laughs> they set up this god enemy of like the opposing force and uh -huh. he beats him instantly. Oh, I'm like, okay. what the fuck? Well, no, he, <laughs> also, they established Kaneki is like some like uh, like Christ euphemism. No, yeah. Like really. they, oh, my God. He's literally a white savior, dude. Yeah, he, <laughs> really, he literally is. They, they establish him. <laughs> uh, that's the same problem I had with the fucking... Uh, I don't have a problem with it. He's got a problem. Do, He's got a but problem. Doom Eternal, they basically just established Doom oh, yeah. as like this this Christ entity, yeah. essentially. And so many parallels to religion. I, I talked about it on the podcast before, mm -hmm. but it's just, I don't mind that you do this, but do it tastefully. That's yeah. all I, that's respectfully all I ask for. <laughs> Especially when you're doing something like that, it's, it looks even more cringe if you don't do it tastefully. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Or recognize the I, entire aspects yeah. of it. I understand like taking that route though because it's like you're slaying demons and you're going yeah, into like a, yeah. hell, a hell world but it's like it couldn't like you know there's there are concepts of hell that aren't like Christian you know yeah, like, like they, a, you can or pull, eternal damnation everyone pulls like the Dante's Inferno bullshit mm -hmm. and it's like uh, okay Dante's Inferno is really fucking cool mm -hmm. the idea of like those concepts of hell where like everything is all about eternal suffering and you're supposed to learn these lessons that like people aren't worth it uh, like people aren't worth your time essentially that's mm -hmm. the whole like premise of Dante's Inferno and it's kind of fucking crazy like it's it's a really good deep lesson An interesting perspective mm -hmm. yeah and everyone I feel like hasn't fucking read it yeah. <laughs> and you're like Dante's Inferno seven floors of hell we gotta save everyone dude <laughs> we gotta save everyone from hell it's like whoa what did you read that's honestly the same thing as Tokyo Gould too because it's like he, he 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 finds himself in between like the two opposing factions of the ghoul group the and ghoul then like the human. CCG I, don't, I forget what they're actually called it's something like that CCG come gate CCG <laughs> come, come control, control gate well like the after like the after what would have been the second season he 
he has like amnesia for some reason and he, he comes back as like Good a completely plot. different character. Yeah, <laughs> great plot, by the way. I think it's a cool setup, but they immediately ruin it by having him like just turn back like uh, four episodes or so later or yeah. what would be four. Let's go back to being a pathetic child again. Yeah, he like <laughs> remembers everything. Well, the they do the same thing that Naruto does where it's like this inner demon. It's like this evil mm. version of himself that is, you know, embracing ghoul ideology of like <laughs> fuck humans and shit. Yeah. Um, they, it, he has like this version of himself talking to himself okay, and like, yeah. cause the end of the first season has him get captured by persona. Per- like, persona. Like the game seed. Oh. <laughs> yeah. His ghoul Sona is like <laughs> talking to himself at, at the end of the first season. He gets captured by this group of ghouls and he gets like quite literally tortured like for really? three episodes yeah. straight. What the fuck? And that's where he learns like his finger cracking shit because oh, okay. the person that was torturing him would do that. And it was like a, uh, like there was stress response essentially. Yeah, it was something that was like psychologically something that like him, yeah, which is it was really it changed his yeah. premise. Yeah, and yeah then I think you that fumbled was the ball. Literally, <laughs> like quite literally. And then they turned him into like a beta bitch. Bag the entire, fumbled. They turned him into <laughs> something that's kind bitch. of like an Blue awkward loser. cross between a beta bitch but someone that can literally do anything that, that he wants. He's Sigma. <laughs> it's, it's but it's so dumb it just feels like i don't care about him anymore i bought him when i want to it's like he has no struggle stigma. after that point it's like he literally kills every single enemy with no matter how little training that he has he has no idea what's going on he's just like i'm gonna go fight this person because i love my <laughs> friends and then it works what is that called like a, a jerry 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 seinfeld no yeah <laughs> No, I'm thinking of Larry David, I think. Oh, <laughs> that's a Larry David. <laughs> that's maybe. a Larry David right there. No, but like uh like I know for uh women characters, it's like a Mary Sue, like someone who comes oh, in Doe. and is a, no. <laughs> Cause that, that the opposite of that would be Jane Doe. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah, talking yeah. about like in oh, media. Now I know what you're talking you about. Know? I'm gonna look it up. Cause it's like I know um, what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah. It it sounds like he's like one of those characters where he's just like he comes in and he's fucking shredded and can do anything mm-hmm. that he wants. I like Mail I like the idea of him being like weaker. That's the whole ass I don't know if you guys have ever seen um Oh, it's Gary Stu. Gary, Gary Stu. Stu. Yeah. I don't know I don't know if you guys have ever seen like Tokyo Jerry Avengers, Lou. but the protagonist in that Wait, anime. Uh, Tokyo Avengers. Oh yeah, that's yeah. a great anime, by the Avengers. way. And they set up a character. I think that's like the perfect uh, beta uh, main <laughs> character because he's his character is literally like he can't stop crying and he wants to defend his friends. And it's all about him being able to protect his friends. He makes these friends that he wants to, you know, do everything that he can to protect them. Mm. But in terms of, uh, I think that's like a good character. He has progression and character development. But Kaneki is like, I was tortured and now I'm a god. And then <laughs> that was at the end of season one. It's like nothing else My happens to him. My mental state is no longer weak from torture. <laughs> well, he's still, they, that's the thing. He still is weak, but they don't ever care about that. They're like, his personality is weak as fuck, you know, which is fine, but they don't ever show yeah. it again. He's just yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it other than it's a complete disconnect. Hmm. There's this one anime that I saw many, many years ago at this point. I don't remember the name of it, of it and I've been looking for it like ever since. But the the whole premise was that... It's, it's like, Muyo. The, like the, the whole thing is like, it's Tokyo something. I, I know already that. But hmm. the whole premise was that there's like this this squad or, or something or it's it's so fucking hard to describe but the the main character is this dude who like ends up interacting with the paranormal and he has to go hunt down these things for like these these pieces of like some god entity or something it's just jujutsu kaisen 
<laughs> in a way, yeah. But I just remember at the end at the end of the anime, he has to kill his lover in order to fight the final boss. And that's such a mm. cool yeah. fucking premise. And it's like amazing. And I wish I knew what the fuck it was. <laughs> Because I want to rewatch that shit. I remember my dad showed it to me, so I might ask him again. Yeah, he might know. Have him on a podcast. Yeah. No. (laughs) No. No. (laughs) Have you you watched so many anime that you're like, I don't even remember what I watched? Yeah. It all blends. I'm the same way way I play video games. I'm very jaded to my experiences now at this point where I've seen so many tropes in my life where it's just, I kind of don't give a shit about 80% of the things that I see. And it's kind of a sad reality. It is. <laughs> yeah. But also, I at this point, I feel like I've just distinguished my taste enough where that yeah. I, I know a good show from a bad show mm-hmm. in my perspective. I think that's good, though. I think it's good to be able to search for that kind of quality, though, because the shows that yeah. do stick with you end up sticking with you more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's things it's like that are the, truly unique. Yeah. Yeah. But also, then the things that, are, that stick with me end up being so few and far between than just kind of a shitty yeah. experience. I mean, that's fair. It's just that like you have, um, what's it called? Like you're exposed to so many stories and it's like the art mindset. Yeah. And and it's true that like a lot of stories have similar, um, uh, plot lines, but it's just, it's like reskinned and there might be uh, a little twist that are really good. Yeah, true. Yeah, for sure. Um, they're all borrowing from each other. Yeah. But that's, that's all, that's all art everywhere. You know, it's there. It's very hard to find or almost impossible to find like truly unique original or like original shit. art. What are you guys' least favorite trope? Least favorite trope? I think trope. the clan shit is kind of annoying clan to me. Really? shit? I think it can be done interestingly, but you know, going back to- I hate what, the KKK. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of cringe. That's going, all I'm going to say about going it. Going <laughs> back and rewatching Jujutsu Kaisen, I realize it way more now where it's like almost every fighter anime, every yeah. shonen anime has that kind of trope in it. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, I get it. Like you- dejected from the clan there's someone that you you like you have yeah, this there's always the it. one guy who was banished from the clan he's got to come reason. back do some shit yeah it's like a it's like a subplot arc that i've seen a thousand times and it's then like, it come never on. finishes it never concludes <laughs> ever yeah. well uh spoilers for naruto coming up here but like when uh neji dies it feels like what? nothing happens <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because it, it's like in the he's middle like, of the war, or whatever. Yeah, and he's and they just literally. Move on. They're I mean, just to like be, to be fair, though. It, it is. It do, I haven't seen this part of Naruto, mm-hmm. but you don't need to. In the middle of a war, yeah. some person dying probably has zero to no effect of the overall thing. Yeah, they'll be Even, forgotten. Like it might like at the end, they might do some follow ups. Like, oh, I'm so sorry, Neji died or some shit. But it's like. He dies it's, and that's kind, it. it's kind of realistic. It, it yeah, makes it's sense like, that someone know, just dies in war and like you, war is yeah. hell. You know, that's how have it you is. you guys ever seen Saving Private Ryan? No. Uh, I remember like trying to watch it. Yeah. Have but you? I was no. also a child. The In the beginning, like it opens up, if I'm remembering correctly, like you open up like on a boat, like of soldiers who are like storming. Yeah, they're storming Normandy, nope. but but they're they're like on the boat and like you, they're like bantering and they're talking, they're smoking cigarettes and or whatever. Just get sniped or something. No, no. Well, it, once they start approaching, like you start to hear like distant fire, and then some people get shot. Like 
the thing opens up some dude gets shredded by a minigun yeah. like it's people get fucked up like the the first people that you get introduced to it's a real like yeah. a very real opening. I think that's done very well yeah. though because it shows yeah. the direct juxtaposition of being you know that can happen yeah. in, in real yeah, life exactly. anyways because you're just sitting there having fun and then and all, then of, all sudden, of a sudden a fucking yeah. mine goes off <laughs> yeah. and like, three of your best friends are dead yeah. it's like that makes sense but in terms of the way they portrayed it in Naruto yeah. it's like my friend that I've known since I was literally like 12 <laughs> gets killed for no other reason than just to die for it's not even for plot I, I feel like it would have made died. No, literally nothing they had <laughs> like 10 episodes where might guy goes like all out on his yeah. and they, they had this whole thing where if he unleashes all of the gates of his ability he dies and there's mm -hmm. no coming back from it turns out that's not true <laughs> yeah. and that he lives but Neji doesn't dies. even alt he, Neji doesn't yeah. even alt and he dies he's just, <laughs> he he's just, they're just like it wasn't charged bro. His <laughs> he literally literally like the last cool thing that Neji does is in the original series of Naruto when they're in the true. training arc it's that like, is true <laughs> in, the, in the training arc he was OP and then he just stuck there like yeah. like he didn't progress past like the fucking when they were like three or ten yeah, or whatever he's still tuning He's like, it's <laughs> yeah. like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. <laughs> it makes me so angry looking back on it and remembering that that happened because I liked Neji as a character. Yeah, I thought he was, was cool. interesting. Yeah. He, had, he at least had personality where he's a little bit like stoic, mm -hmm. not like and Shikamaru they, stoic, but he was, yeah. uh, he was at least like thoughtful. Mm -hmm. And I think like they had a really interesting uh, backstory that they had with him, with him and a Hinata or mm -hmm. whatever, where like, where they fuck <laughs> brother <laughs> and sister, baby. Um, <laughs> but like where like Neji is like uh like a part of like a bad bloodline or whatever. So he's like he's a uh, like sealed to protect Hinata, who's like part of the good bloodline. Oh, and I, I think that's like a, a pretty interesting. I don't, I don't remember this. I don't remember that either, but it seems that's, interesting. That's like why Neji has like the, the, the headband. Yeah, he's got like okay, the, yeah. the thing and Hinata Makes doesn't. Sense. Yeah. So yeah, and then they they're just like hey, they throw him away. Yeah. It's it's not even a tech that's like going to destroy the world that he sacrifices himself for. It's just like uh, I'm going to do an attack. Oh, it hit Neji. <laughs> Oops, I killed Neji. <laughs> Fuck, it hit Neji. Everyone knows he doesn't have plot armor. Come on. Neji's made of glass, dude. <laughs> I'm going to sacrifice my paper skin and glass bones. And I'll use my ultimate ability, sacrifice and Neji. <laughs> I think <laughs> Naruto's like, I'm going to alt. Go, Neji. <laughs> he just throws him. I think the one thing... <laughs> I think the one thing that's interesting about that is it really shows the contrast of the power dynamic where Neji is just like... He's he just hasn't some progressed. Yeah, he yeah. really is just... He's a like, relatively powerful ninja, but other than you know the people fighting yeah, in the he's battle, yeah, he's kind of just... Entity yeah, yeah he's mid-tier. He's literally mid, Nobody and he dies for it. Nobody can compete with like, the fucking... Um, like the only people that can compete with uh, like the resurrected ninja heroes or whatever the fuck. The god the, alien yeah, too. The, yeah, even that shit. Like the only people that can do it are like Kakashi, Naruto, Sasuke, Sakura, not even. Well, even you know? Kakashi <laughs> in that case. The yeah. thing is like, Kaka I always assume Kakashi was like some, he's just like. Oh, he's a, a badass. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I realize that. Yeah. But also like the way he was always been portrayed is just like this kind of above average ninja who's like kind of just made it. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Huh? And, and early on, he seemed like pretty powerful for what he was. But yeah, no, they yeah. give he him pow- more and more abilities as like Naruto, Sasuke, Sakura. Yeah, he progress. grows. Yeah, he continues to grow. He, he grows. But like, I, I've always just like, I've always been under the assumption that Kakashi just kind of, he kind of makes it because he's smart kind of thing. You know? I mean, it's like he's pretty he, crafty. He survives yeah. because of his ability to adapt, survive. Yeah. Well, it's overcome. mostly the Sharingan. Because like when Obito gets resurrected, yeah. he suddenly has all these abilities with the Sharingan. Yeah. It's like as Obito gets these abilities, they give it to Kakashi as well, which oh, I think I is mean, a, it kind of the, makes the sense. eyes are connected. Yeah, I mean they're the same yeah. eye essentially. <laughs> also, it's really funny that eyes work like fucking plugs. <laughs> yeah, they put it in. It's like um, like they're modular or some <laughs> shit. Literally. <it's> like- <laughs> Dude, what if Naruto just stole Sasuke's eye? Yeah, true. What, they should just trade one eye. You know how many eyes man. get traded? <laughs> all, they trade them like fucking baseball dude, cards I, in the end. I, I, like, you, I, you got a Byakugan, bro? <laughs> I'll trade you. I got all fucking men get you. Sharingan. Yo, check this shit out. Pulls up a whole <laughs> case of eyes. Where did you get bro? these? <laughs> this one's signed. <laughs> it's signed by Madara, bro. <laughs> I'll give you one of the nine tails if you <laughs> for your yeah, eyes. training tailed beasts. <laughs> yeah, all the fucking like birth like defects fucking, yeah. in that show. They're just baseball cards, really. Yeah. <laughs> birth defects. Yeah, it's like I'm born into this tainted bloodline, but it gives me god powers <laughs> if I use it if I kill my brother. Yeah, yeah my left toe can shoot a laser. <laughs> <laughs> I got it from my grandma, who is the left toe god ninja. <laughs> The left toe deity. The left toe sage of the, the hidden feet. <laughs> it's village it's a lot hidden of, in the toes. Yeah. My, my grandmother oh my had God. to crush her toes to stay childlike in size. <laughs> oh my God. His birth defect was given to me. They kind of just make up shit as they go. That They're was, like, oh yeah, the, the Renegon is a part of the Sharingan that's shit. Well, it's They're also connected, connected to the Byakugan. Yeah. I mean, I, I think like, that's I think that's kind of interesting. Because it's like it shows like um because like everything's connected through chakra or whatever, and like it, it kind of like adds to the that life whole energy. Yeah, well, it's it like, like adds you had to that chakra whole thing. of another dude in your body. You could just do whatever the fuck you Hell want. Hell yeah, brother! It's like you can summon any ability that this dude. Hell had. yeah! <laughs> I think that's kind of well, a dumb trope. It's, it's it's not like that they can do it infinitely because Kakashi, like when he would abuse his Sharingan, it took a huge toll on his body. Like it didn't. It doesn't really, or it takes a lot more for that to happen to like. Uh, and it makes like sense. A Sasuke or Itachi or yeah, something. Yeah, and it like makes that. sense for Obito's case how he was able to do it so willingly because yeah. it's literally his eye. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's. I, I think the idea of having the Renegon being like this god eye and then they just make it the same level as everything else, they don't even use the abilities of it anymore later yeah, on. Yeah, they, they did like. Because it's like if you use the the god eye then you you push yourself into a power creep yeah you know and it's probably why you realize you messed up your scaling yeah <laughs> what i thought was pretty interesting is like the design for the sage of six paths yeah book. it was really cool the sharingan and the renegon even though they kind of left the byakugan out of that <laughs> well it's just they, like they combined them. <laughs> yeah it's literally like it, the background of the renegon <laughs> I thought that was kind of interesting, though. Like, it made sense why they were kind of connected like yeah. that. But it, it, the Sage of the Six Pads had the uh, Renegon. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's just the uh, the Sharingan. It's a part of that. Yeah, the Renegon like, okay. can do the Sharingan abilities. But whatever. then they don't even keep that. They're just yeah. like, oh, you have both now. And it, you only Oh, yeah, doesn't Sasuke the... have both or something? Does yeah. he? Yeah, yeah Madara, sure he does, Madara yeah. gets both. I think Obito gets both yeah. or something like that as well. Because they're just something like, along they're the lines. mega powerful. I have to pee. Oh.
like a weird kind We're of back. Anime. Alex I, back from his pee break. Yeah. I like what I've seen of Boruto. Wrong. Which isn't much. How, how much? Okay. It's like um Did you stop like watching it? I mean, I I just haven't watched it. It's not like I chose to stop watching it. It's just no, like, it I sounds like you've chosen it. to stop watching. I stopped do that watching with, it. I do that with fucking every anime. Yeah, like that JoJo. I watch. Yeah. Um, and I did that to Naruto as well. If, uh, if we were, if we weren't, Kaisen. yeah, if we weren't watching Jujutsu together, <laughs> yeah, I would, I, I would be like, I got to the, the third episode. Yeah. <laughs> I watching Boruto. I I was since we were talking about Naruto a lot again when we first like started doing the podcast more mm-hmm. consistently. I remember starting to watch Boruto, and it was just so fucking boring. Really. <laughs> I, I mean like it what, probably has the same feel, it's probably the same thing that Alex goes through with a lot of anime mm-hmm. where it's like watching the first season of something it's just like I kind of just don't want to watch the rest the of it the thing is like Boruto resets the power scaling again like it does until they get to the heavier arcs from what I've seen yeah, yeah I think I, then Boruto instantly turns into a god again right some shit like that well, not Boruto but they yeah. introduce they reintroduce the some, other characters I remember seeing some shit with Boruto uh, like some clips of it where Boruto just goes like ape mode monkey there's, monkey man there's just, a, like, well like the thing about his entity. eye well there's, there's yeah, a yeah. what's up with fucking Naruto and eyes like get a different <laughs> fetish man like fuck <laughs> um, get some like draw. special fingers or some shit <laughs> I don't know what arc you're specifically talking about but it could have been like the one where he had like the uh, he had the technology or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it was like a jujutsu caster, so <laughs> he could jujutsu yeah. caster. This so he is could like jujutsu kaisen. <laughs> <laughs> Epic name drops in anime. <laughs> so he could like use like any chakra or whatever, like or any power. Oh, yeah. and shit like that. You know, you know what Boruto reminds me of. This is my Boruto next generation. <laughs> <laughs> Boruto kind of reminds me of the Legend of Korra. Really? Yeah. I kind of see that in the way that Boruto, in a sense, is the industrialization of something that didn't have a lot of industrial elements. Yeah, it It also feels in the way of progressing. It feels like it's just they set you up with society moving forward. Mm -hmm. Well, not not only not only in terms of world building, but I think in terms of the characters as well. It feels like we leave off on a point where they try to make it like they reset the power creep, but then they're like, "Well, how can we just forget about all these god characters that yeah. we set up?" So well, they they come off. back. They, the gods come back. And they yeah, start fighting. that's yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Kill though, is like they they start with uh with Boruto and like the he's going through the ninja school again, and then mm. it's just like wham, god characters. <laughs> well, because I think like I don't know, it, it's um. Because that's something that Naruto does a lot is that like where things are kind of chill and then all of a sudden yeah. like some something fucking crazy happens I and mean, then like, they're in a Mara fight. Like pops I, up when Naruto's a fucking child, you yeah. know, so it's it, like, like it, the, it makes sense. Yeah. It fits within the narrative. And there's like, um, but it's like they're progressing to that point. Like this thing is happening. I well, mean, Akatsuki no, existed before that too. Yeah. Like when he was a kid. Well, I, the... With the gods thing, I think it was that they had just shown like some presence and like Sasuke was trying to find them or like find some way to get to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it it doesn't necessarily mean like just because after some conflict, it doesn't necessarily mean that they'll come down and just fucking shit on everyone. Yeah, I, I feel like it's kind of like the whole uh, like it's kind of like what Breath of the Wild does with their entire like the entire premise of the video game. You start the game and also in your only objective is beat Ganon and then your entire journey leading up to that point is like, well, we've established this God entity, right? Mm-hmm. Ganon, right? You get, you got to go throughout this entire journey to be Ganon. He's not a direct it's, threat to you yet until yeah. you go through these. It's other the same things. reason why like Madara was introduced. It's like, okay, here's your God entity, defeat Madara. Yeah. And then everything leading up to that point is the hero's journey to, you know, 
uh, essentially defeating this big bad. Mm-hmm. Something that I, I kind of liked with that too is like the whole idea of the Akatsuki is something that is very forefront. Yeah. Especially at the end of, well, it's not very forefront in the end of the original Naruto series, mm-hmm. but in Shippuden, it's definitely the main yeah. event for the first half of the series. And then it's like everything that happens after the uh, Akatsuki's uh, dissolution mm-hmm. is basically the event of that dissolution. It's yeah. like Obito is now, um, you know, he was a part of the Akatsuki. And yeah. Now they're finding out Pain, who the fuck like this left, person yeah. is. Well, yeah. I got to start like stealing uh, anime plot lines for like D&D and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it'll work. Like, on- honestly, just... It, like pissed. just a bunch a bunch of tropes just I think are the, applied really well. The trope of like the anime care or the anime enemies being in a a, a gang essentially. Yeah. I think that's really interesting because you get a lot of personality and uh dynamics mm-hmm. between the characters. Mm-hmm. It shows a lot it's not just like I'm here and I'm bad. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it was really sorry, but I think it was really interesting the way that they humanized the Akatsuki a lot. Mm-hmm. Like every member of the Akatsuki, like I'm pretty sure I like Dara and the way yeah. that he, they did that a lot. His, he was he's kind of goofy. He was yeah. he was really reckless, yeah. and that, I think that made a lot of sense for his character. Yeah, it explains it. And then like with um, Pain, Obito, or I don't think it was Obito, but Pain. Um, and then who are the other two that he, Pain was chilling with? The blonde chick, and then someone else. Blonde chick. Yeah, I think the paper, the paper girl. Blonde. She yeah, she's blue, blue hair. Yeah. But um, I think like that whole thing, like humanizing them, I think it's really cool. Um, yeah, like how they're like, friends. Yeah. And that, there, there was the the direct similarity of like yeah. them learning under Jiraiya yeah, and, like, exactly. as, the, as the sensei triplets. Mm-hmm. And then they just kind of went down a different path. Yeah. You know what I well, mean? Because I think that was really cool, like their origin story yeah. because uh, the village <laughs> in the rain was like in the middle of all these great wars yeah. and such. It makes I, a, it has a lot of direct real life comparisons because it's like yeah. countries that have major wars going on like all the time, civil mm-hmm. wars and stuff. This or happens like border to disputes people. disputes and stuff, yeah. Not that the Akatsuki is going to come yeah. out of, you know, a, a fucking war-torn country the or anything. The Akatsuki is just the Taliban. <laughs> I mean, they're, I mean, they're like a super terrorist inspired. I, I yeah. mean, they are, like, they are a super terrorist yeah. group. They do some crazy shit. <laughs> they, they do some fucked well, up shit. Well, Data and uh, Sasori literally like try to bomb yeah. the <laughs> sand village. And Pain does bomb it yeah. <laughs> with a moon. The Hidden Leaf Village. Yeah. He's like, I'm. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the world building in Naruto was so fucking cool. Like mm. all the, the conflicts mentioned and like the way that they would show maps and you could see like, you know, how like disputes were, you know, playing out and shit like that. And they give you like the history of it all. Like, I think it's really cool. It kind of makes it feel like it's a real world. You know what I mean? Yeah. An interesting tidbit looking back on it now is that the, the way that they set up history seems like it was so far long ago, but in reality, it's not even like three generations long. Yeah. It's like, uh, I mean, fucking three generations is kind of long. It's like what? Fucking I mean, it's relatively long, years. but in terms of the way that they for three generations, oh, isn't it yeah. fifteen years? Is it? I, that's what I thought. I don't. I, probably, I mean, I've, it's probably like twenty something. It's also it's pretty arbitrary. You know what I mean? Like I, I think a generation is kind of defined by like um, certain cultural aesthetics. Yeah. You know, or, or even values. It, it is more. It's more linked to the idea of society rather yeah. than uh, the you know year. The, yeah, the, the year yeah. or like. We'll look at um, age. Look at uh, in terms of the Hokage specifically. The first Hokage, what was his name? Hashirama. Yeah. Um, And then his brother was the second Hokage. And then Mm -hmm. the third, the third Hokage was literally the one that Naruto grew up with. Yeah. And like 
to be fair, he was old as shit. He was very old, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. It only yeah. goes back like three generations. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was from that era, yeah. which means like yeah, true. the the start of the ninja world was like not, it was maybe like 80 years before <laughs> yeah, the, was born. The Big Bang happened 80 <laughs> years. And they set it up to be so much lo- so much longer ago. Yeah. They're like, oh, back, you know, way back when, even though it's like yeah. 80, 60 years. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> Like all this ancient forbidden knowledge, the fruit of chakra came down maybe in the industrial revolution. <laughs> well, to be fair, I think wasn't that shit that happened like like when the earth was being I actually made. don't know. Yeah. But I, I remember, don't know what Naruto like earth formation lore is. There it's like I don't I don't know if they have actual formation, formation lore, earth, yeah. but it, like it goes back yeah. to when chakra was first yeah. introduced to humans which yeah. is literally i think this is kind of dumb but it came down from like oh an alien or there's a tree that she ate the yeah. fruit and she gave some dude the ability to <laughs> yeah. manipulate chakra. she took a shit on the ground and a plant <laughs> okay, yeah. fertilized the tree of chakra and then, like, madara and hashirama were like the two uh like sentinels of like uh, all the power and then yeah, like uh, sasuke and naruto were the mm-hmm. what the fuck is this the, mythology yeah so so there, yeah, there's that's like what I'm saying yeah. it seems like mythology, but it happened to their grandparents. Yeah. Well, like the uh, what's it called? I think um, there were the reincarnations of them yeah. Too. The there was like so there was like the queen alien bitch that like made chakra on Earth, <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and she had two kids who like ran two rival clans basically, and it was it's like clan shit again. Yeah. yeah. And it was like um, what's a same one of anime the, too? One of the clans like they're very much like the ideology of naruto like helping people like you know bringing and the other in. one was evil let's well, kill no, everyone not evil but like more more so like um the the ends justify the means you know like we'll accomplish whatever we want to get done as long as like you know as long as we get it done as long as we flourish yeah i'm kind of okay with that ideology not gonna <laughs> i mean there's like there's give and take to both you know wrong I, there's there's usefulness in either. I feel like they set it up in a way where it's understandable why they want what they yeah. want and how they do or Fair how enough. they I, do I still what they like want. haven't finished out Naruto. I'm mm-hmm. stuck with her like 14 or something and <laughs> I just kind of don't care. At this That's point, fair. we've told you everything that happens yeah. in the story. Honestly, so. yeah, I don't need to watch it. I've skipped all the filler and I've gotten just the if juicy bit. If you skip bit. the yeah. filler, it's like half as long. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of times they have an unannounced, unannounced filler arc just in the middle of it. I'm like, I remember watching the whole section where Naruto's going to that island to train or something. Oh, yeah. Or what, whatever he's doing. It's like mm-hmm. right when he starts mastering Kurama's uh, chakra or like using yeah. him correctly with killer b at the fucking waterfall wait hold yeah. on you guys have seen boruto have you got is the whole time travel thing a filler arc i don't know i haven't gotten that far because i know thing. i know there's time I haven't travel, watched that part which is um, weird i in think, the first place i don't know i, I it just feels like fan service that's all it feels like i mean me. maybe. knowing that it exists is like oh, oh wait boruto gets to see naruto yeah kid. i think <laughs> yeah but to be fair like in in Naruto, there was like shit where like it wasn't time travel, but like Naruto was able to see his father and like his mother, you know, like yeah, in, like in like in, it was in his head, you know. But he was able to talk to like because his the, chakra essence or the whatever. Seal holding Kurama oh, yeah. back was part, yeah. uh, and that's the whole thing with like mm-hmm. having another person's chakra inside of you. You basically are them at that point. Yeah. Which, which happens weird. so much in that. Naruto yeah, fucked his mom. <laughs> well, uh, Canonically. All right, he is his dad. That's the end of the podcast. Incest cast. Thanks for coming to the anime episode. Yeah, the whole anime episode. Uh, I I'm love not you. a weeb, by the way. You, we are weebs. <laughs> I, I love fucking you. hate anime. <laughs>
Bye.